0: Thank you very much. and <laughs> Thank you Spence for being uh, such, such, such a gracious moderator and thank you again Catherine and Wayne for giving all of us, particularly those of my generation, new grounds for inspiration, new grounds for pride in what America is and what it can still become. Uh, the young people here have been a source of great, great inspiration. Plato and, and this has been a long day and I'm going to take just a few minutes and you've been very patient. But in part, that's because uh, your speakers, uh, Wayne and Catherine, have been have been so inspiring. Plato and Aristotle ranked democracy as one of the uh, least desirable form of, forms of government. And I think a careful reading discloses that their reasoning was because they thought democracy did not have the capacity to mature. And if the rest of the world could have heard The speakers you've had today, Wayne and Catherine, uh, they would have gone a large way to dispelling that. But we must always remember uh, that we must preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution. When we talk about Constitution, you can think about the Constitution with a capital C. I had a bulletin board or white paper. Constitution with a capital C, Constitution with a small c. Constitution with a capital C is the Constitution of the United States, drafted on that hot summer in 1787, ratified in 1789. It's the Constitution that defines us as a a people. This is our self-definition. This is who we are. We come from many different backgrounds, many different races, creeds, colors, religions, but we're united in this thing called the the Constitution. No other nation in the world can identify itself with its Constitution the way that America does. Uh, The Constitution uh, was written uh, at the end of the 18th century when people were fascinated with the Enlightenment. The most famous man in the world and the most famous name in the world for about 150 years was Newton. Newton was the poster boy for the Enlightenment. People didn't read or many understand Principia Mathematica but this idea that the General Petraeus mentioned that the apple comes down uh, because there's a law of gravity, a law that the human mind of its own force can discover for itself. This was liberating to the human mind. And the framers were sons of the Enlightenment. And you can see a Newtonian metaphor in the Constitution with checks and balances and separation of powers. The Congress in Acts, the president vetoes the congress overrides the courts reviews like a pendulum or a clock or a machine that the that the the uh, f- 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 mind of the framers and the minds of the of of the founders uh, so much admired but the constitution isn't just mechanical the framers were brilliant theoreticians but they knew also because they were great students of human behavior that nothing that brilliant men put on paper can work without good faith, and that brings me to the constitution with a small c. Constitution is a word that was used by Plato, Aristotle, Hobbes, Locke, Rousseau, Montesquieu, Jacques Martin. Constitution with a small c means that some total of mores and customs and beliefs and values and aspirations that define us as a people This is the small C Constitution. In both the large C Constitution and the small C Constitution, you must preserve, protect, and defend. The Constitution doesn't belong to a lot of judges. and Lawyers, it's yours. And you have to preserve, protect, and defend it. But you can't preserve what you haven't studied. You can't protect what you do not comprehend. You cannot defend what you do not know And it's our duty to transmit to you, who will soon be the trustees of freedom, and it will be your duty to transmit to the next generation an understanding of the heritage of our freedom and the purposes that define our freedom and the purposes that define the destiny of this people to be a great people to give freedom to the rest of the world, to the best of our capacity to do so. Now, unfortunately, as Dr. Carson indicated, our political discourse, our civil dialogue, is not admired by the rest of the world. Make no mistake, the verdict of freedom is still out. The rest of the world is watching us. And we must be careful that the civic dialogue that is the basic supposition of democratic theory has has to be repaired. We must have a civil dialogue that is rational, not rancorous, that seeks content- consensus, not contempt there's nothing wrong with compromise. compromise means that you can implement your principle in part. I was reading to my grandchildren, um, uh, two of my grandchildren, uh, Harry Potter and the the Philosopher's Stone. And Harry Potter is going to Hogwarts, the school. And uh, he's told that the train leaves from track nine and three quarters. So it goes to track nine, he can't find it, goes to track ten, can't find it. And finally, in desperation, his baggage cart goes through this wall, and there's track nine and three quarters. It's not something halfway in between. It's a whole new world, with its own possibilities, its own hopes, its own dangers, its own great potential. That's what our civic dialogue that is so missing uh, must strive to find. Uh, The general officers, fleet rank officers in this room, others look at Foreign Affairs Magazine. Uh, uh, Foreign Affairs Magazine is is an admired and respected publication, and it goes all over the world. And on the cover this month is a picture of the U.S. Capitol crumbling, and this is going to go all over the world, and I want the rest of the world to see the optimism and the hope and the brilliance and the talents of the young people in this world. But we can't do it with a political dialogue that obscures the greatness of our people. And this is the duty of all of us. And Wayne and Catherine, uh, by your bringing us here today, uh, you help us recommit to the ideas that as a people, we can work with young people, with scientists, with artists. The law is in part an art in part science. science? Um, you, you heard today about the importance of science in the law. Science is also an art. It's an art because we seek to impose order on a disordered reality. The framers used spacious phrases like liberty and life because they didn't know all the details of a just society. And the nature of injustice is you can't see it in your own time without a of help. And you have to get help from a dialogue that's decent and respectful. And the debate is what we talked about a few nights ago, the principle of civic freedom. The Greeks believe in civic freedom, the capacity of a people together to plan their destiny. And when they do it, they must remember that achievement, is very important. Freedom embraces achievement, and that's because achievement preserves our freedom. And the work of freedom and the work of achievement is never done, but this meeting recommits us to those purposes. Thank you very much.